This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So uh, this week I got a call. All right, I want everybody to um, uh, to see what you think about this uh, question, please. We need we need we need we need to just think just think the question. Imagine I get a call this week, Rabbi Palachi. How are you? How are you doing? Uh, I'm on my way. I'm on my uh, I'm on my journey in the in the, in the religious world. But I'd like to talk to you uh, straight. I know you're a rabbi that we can talk straight up and tell you exactly how I feel. Tell me. I'm ahead. My first time. I'm getting religious. I'm this and that. My friend comes over to me. And my friend tells me, oh, by the way, you should just know the sin. If you mess around with Shabbat, what's the sin? There's what Torah says. A guy messes around with Shabbat. Dear Balak, be careful with your life. Why? A person who has around with Shabbat has special omodai. And let me tell you a true story that happened to me when I was 20, 20 years old. 20 years old, I'm in Israel, I'm learning in Mikdash Melech, and I get the phone call. What's the phone call? Down the block from me, there was a fellow that was literally not keeping Shabbat at all. Friday nights, you would actually have a get-together, and he would actually, you know, people would come over, and he himself would, he would, he would be driven. He, I don't know, he would drive, but he, he, would, he would go and take car, open it up, go in, go in. And I was thinking in my mind, you crazy. I said, Shabbat, Shabbat, don't mess around with Shabbat, my friend. Ah! So he says, don't mess around. I tell him, don't mess around with the Shabbat. So he tells, he tells look at that. Anyway, one day, the boys in Mikdash Melech get a call. Me, Morris Mizrahi got a call. A few other boys got a call. What happened? So-and-so died. What happened? They got into a car accident on Shabbat. You hear what's going on over here? On Shabbat. The Torah don't mess around with the Torah. A person might say, what do you mean, Rabbi? What do you mean? You see people, uh, the Shabbat, the guy's having a cigarette, having a Jew, you know what a Jew, you know what a Jew, there's a Jew, right? They have a Jew, smoking, whatever he's smoking, and this, that, that, nothing's happening. You know, so he's saying, Rabbi, what are you seeing? What's going on over here? You see all this uh, this situation, you're telling me, da 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 and at the end of the day, I see this guy having a, having a cigarette on Shabbat and this. He takes his phone, he doesn't make, make believe nobody's looking, you know, his mother looks inside, any messages? Any messages? Now, what you mind? Not a joke. It's, not, it's a serious thing. Shabbat is a serious thing, you don't want to mess with Shabbat. It even says, so wait, let me, let me explain the question. He says, now I'm looking at this. How do I explain to my friend, or how does he say to himself, that's what I hear? Hello? Relax on me. Relax on me. So I tell you, no. I said, how do you answer him? He's getting a guy religious, and he's telling, he's telling him, and what says, you're telling the guy, it hurts, like what's going on? What's so serious? What's going on? Is that a deterrent, or is that something to come Close to Tasha. What do you think? So I said like this. And he says, what should I answer? What should I do? Listen to what I said. Listen to what I'm telling you right now. I gave him a mashal. 
What's the mashal? We're gonna have to lock the door bottom and top. Alright? So he says, What's the mashal? Mashal is like this. Parable. Imagine I tell you, you're running a company and you get a order from Amazon. You get an order from Amazon. And Amazon has rules. Or let's say Walmart. You ever deal with Walmart? People that deal with Walmart, they know. They have rules. Walmart, they give you a whole list. Like, it's very, very hard. Or Target. They have, like, rules. There's the Costco. Deal with, deal with any of these big, big chain stores. But like, this is the rule. Now, you know, huh? They have rule. This rule, that rule, that rule, that rule, that rule. And everything is specific. And if you mess around, you'll never get another order from them ever in your life. And some people, their whole business is run, some people, is run on one of these companies. I know a fellow, he tells me, 90% of his business is run through Target. That's his business. 90% of his sales is Target. If Hasfilm Target closes him down, he's out. He's out, done. He's out of business. business. It's scary. It's scary, but that's what it is. And now they have rules. Imagine I tell you, one of the rules is, if they ship, if they send out any merchandise on Sunday, let's say. On Sunday, they'll get fired. They'll get, not only that, they won't do any more business with them ever again. If you ship, if you send any merchandise to us on a Sunday, I'm telling you right now, all our business that we have together will be terminated. So now what do you do? You have 10, 20 workers in your business. You tell each one of them, listen, on, make sure nothing, no merchandise goes out on Sunday. Make sure, you tell each one, make sure. Say, okay, okay. And then you see the guy almost about to say, hey, what are you doing? And they tell everybody, emergency meeting. You get all the 10 workers inside the room. Say, listen, I'm telling you right now. If any of you ship or send any merchandise to, da- to Target on Sunday, I'm telling you right now, you'll be fired with no pay, and I'll put you on a blacklist forever, your whole entire life. I'll make sure you don't get a job anywhere in the world. Even if you move to Pennsylvania, I swear to you, you will not get any job. I'll blacklist you so badly, I'll spread out an email blast to the whole, every company I'm connected with, the whole world will know that you're a faham, you're a loser, and you're not, you're not, you're not capable of being a, any type of worker to anybody. So now you look back, you say to these guys, what are you, crazy? And then you go home to your wife, my boss is nuts. Why boss nuts? He's like, he's crazy. He said to me, if I ship one item, if I send a pencil, if I would send a pencil, a, a pen to, to Target... I'm fighting, I'm blacklisted for the whole world, for this, for that, for that. Come on! And he's screaming at me, he's telling his wife, what's going on over there? Why is it so serious? He says, Habibi, I told this guy, do you understand? Let me tell you something. When you keep Shabbat, or when you desecrate Shabbat for that matter, when you mess around with Saturday, when comes Friday night, and you mess around, you don't know what you're doing in the upper worlds. You think, ah, oh, big deal, I'm playing with my phone. Imagine you have a kid, right? I'll never forget. I went to my, one of my friend's house once, and in his basement, like as you go down, 
There's a big sign in the basement. Do not touch this button. Do not press this button. Like 15 signs. Like, what's going on over here? I, I, I told his father, uh, Mr. Sounds like, what's going on over here? What, what is this whole thing? He says, let me tell you something. I bought this house, and it's an old house. And one of the things that, that when I bought it was that this is the circuit. It, it's, it's, it's a button. It's a circuit breaker. If you touch it, all the electric in the whole entire house just stops. The AC, the, the anything that stops. The, the, I'll be reading a book. Everything in the whole entire house just stops. So you press that button, it stops. And, and, and growing up, my, my kids, they bring all their friends and everything like that. What happens? Each kid, you know, oh, what is this? A button, boom, presses the button, boom. The whole thing shuts off. Says, when you desecrate Shabbat, you're not understanding what you're doing. You think you're just taking your phone and just playing with it. Nah. You think you're just taking a cigarette and you go, oh, whatever you're doing, you think that that's all you're doing, but you're not understanding something. What you're doing in Shabbat, you are affecting the upper worlds. And therefore God says, Hashem says, you must understand me. You must know this. You must get this in your inside, inside of your bones. Don't mess around with Shabbat Motimat. You know why? Because it's so Kadosh. Because it's so Kadosh. Therefore, I'm telling you, the punishment is so great. The fact that the punishment is Motimat, you see what happens when you keep it. You see what happens, the Tushah that you get when you actually say, I'm going to keep Shabbat. You hear what's going on over here? You know what it is? You ever see what the rabbis, what they speak about on the, on the Gemariot, about, about what, what this rabbi did for Shabbat, and this rabbi did Shabbat. Shabbat is very, very holy. Just by eating. You know how kadosh it is? When you just dip the, hum, the, the bread in the hummus, whatever it is. You know how kadosh that is? You think I'm joking, it's a real thing. Part of the Onik Shabbat and the Kavod Shabbat is when you eat. You know, you're not allowed to fast on Shabbat. You're not allowed to fast. It's a suit. You're not allowed. A guy says, you know, I want fasting. And there's all halachot about eating and making sure they have Onik Shabbat and making sure you have Kavod. It's a very, very big item. And everybody thinks, you know, big deal. No, no, it's a very big deal. You're eating on Shabbat, setting the Shabbat table. Let me tell you something. It's brought down in the Gemara. Then when you come, I had this by the way, do me a favor, can I shut that door please and lock it? Thank you. It says like this. Not that, the other one please, the other one. Let me tell you what the Gemara says. Lock it, the bottom and the top. Let, let me tell you something. It says, let me tell you what the, what the Gemara says. It says, that when, everybody knows this by the way, everybody knows, but, but it's worth it to repeat, to get it in your blood, please. It says, that every Shabbat, when you come Friday night to your house, if the angels see, if the angels see that your table is set, the bad angel and there's a good angel. The Gemara says, the good angel says to the bad angel, oh, you know, look, the, the, the Shabbat table is set. You have the tablecloth and you have the, 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 the silverware and you have the plates. It should be like this next week. And the other Malach answers, Amen. I have a question for you. And, it, and if it's not, then it's vice versa. What happens? The bad angel says, oh, it's not ready. Let it be like this next week. And the good angel has to answer, amen. And that's why we say, shalom aleichem. Why do we say, shalom aleichem, because the angels are walking with you. It's a true thing. They say, rabbis, they say, the Kliyakar says, not even rabbis, people, their faces, the color of the face changes on Shabbat. That's how Kadosh it is. You get an Eshamah Yetera on Shabbat. 
So listen, I have a question for you. You, you think the angels have nothing better to do than to see if your Shabbat table is set? Oh, yeah, yeah, the cups are on. Yeah, the cups are good. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Oh, now we can bless. Oh, wait, let's check it out. Wait, the plates are there, the napkins there. Okay, very good, very good. Oh, he lost the, he lost the, 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 the wine cups and not on the table. Okay, he tells the, you know, next week, no, no wine cups on this table because this week you want. You think he cares? You're talking about angels over here. You're talking about Malachim. You know what an angel is? You know what an angel is? He's dealing in Jamaim. He's seeing all the old Kisakabod. What's going on over there? Go look in Messiah Haggai, the second panic of the second Messiah Haggai. speaks about all the angels, what they're doing in Jamaim. You think he cares about your, 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 your plate, your tablecloth, if it's set on Shabbat? Yes! You know why? That's how you know how Kadosh it is. That's exactly the proof how you know it's Kadosh. One lady in the shul called me up. Said, Rabbi, my husband's giving me a hard time. Is it true? Is it true? I have to set my table up before before he comes home from uh, from Shabbat. I wait. I wait on purpose. She tells me on purpose. So he comes and he actually helps me. He puts the things with me and he puts the napkin with me. I said, no. You should be. You should make sure that it's set up. But if you want him to help me, help you before Shabbat starts, make sure before he comes, make sure he helps you set the table. But not. Understand what I'm trying to say? But who cares? The ant, the malachim care. The answer is yes, because you don't understand how holy this day is. That's the problem. You think, ah, big deal, it's Saturday. What are you doing Saturday? What are you doing tonight? It's Friday. What are you doing? What do you mean what are you doing? What do you mean what are you doing? What kind of business are you doing? Shabbat Kodesh. Shabbat Kodesh. The Benish Chai says in Parashat Shmot, in the beginning of Parashat Shmot, in the Hekdama, he writes, a person that learns on Shabbat, it's worth a thou- the, the impact, the impact, the impact, not saying the real, the impact that you have on the world, on the Shemaim, is a thousand times during the, than during the week. You hear what I just said? The impact that you have when you learn Torah on Shabbat, it's a thousand times more than during the week. You get that? It's not, not, well, not ten times, not uh, twenty times, not a hundred times, not five hundred times. One thousand times more your learning impact that you have on Shabbat more than any other day during the week. You hear, you hear what's going on over here? You hear what Shabbat is? It's not a joke. It's not like big deal. No, that's exactly why he says what you want because it has to show you how strict it is to understand how powerful this day is. That's what I'm saying. It's like the atomic bomb. It's like when you mess around with Saturday with Shabbat and you make a little, it's like you're pressing the atomic bomb. You might not see it, but that's what you're doing. It's like that guy in my friend's house, that button that he had, where the whole electric goes off. You press that button, the whole electric goes off. You know, and you had that little kid, like that four-year-old, like pressing the button. Yeah, what's going on? The ball is reading a book in his bed. What's going on? Who did that? That little guy, uh, Jacob, he just pressed the thing. <laughs> what happened? The ball is going down with his room. Who did that? And he sees this little four-year-old kid by the thing. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> what do you mean, sorry? I'm in my bed. I'm, on, I'm trying to read. I'm trying to see. Kill the whole thing. What do you think? What do you think it is when you wink, wink to a person messing around with your mouth? That's what I'm saying. It's it's bad if you it's both your mouth if you desecrate it, but if you keep it, how much more it is? That's what I'm saying. It's a real thing. It's a real, real thing. The food that you eat is kadosh. It's it's like kadosh kadosh. Forget about it. It's kadosh. There's all halachot. There's even in Gemara in in, in Mesechet Sukkah. How derech aray? You know, you're allowed to eat. Uh, let's say you're allowed to eat popcorn. Uh, technically speaking, you're allowed to eat popcorn uh, outside the sukkah, right? Uh, okay, it's corn. You know, it's not. You can eat outside the sukkah, right? 
says, but on Shabbat, they, they, they bring it on Shabbat. Uh, everything that you eat, you may, make sure you eat it in the sukkah, Shabbat. And Shabbat, sukkot, be in the sukkah. Everyone, they, they, see how, how much they are if you like fish. You see the halakha about fish. There's a whole say Eve, what should you do about fish? Eat this, eat that fish. Make sure you eat the fish. Make sure. And they have a whole story. Every year of Yosef Mokir Shabbat. You ever hear the story? Famous story. What's the story of? You know Yosef Mokir Shabbat? Ah, yeah, yeah. Yosef Mokir Shabbat. You know the story? Yosef Mokir Shabbat was a, was, was a rabbi that every single Shabbat. What do you do? Shabbat, eat fish. Not Moshe Shabbat on Shabbat. You know the story? I'm going to say it very quickly to remind you what's going on over here. He went to the marketplace. He would make sure he buys the best fish. So at the time, there was an emperor. There was a own emperor. And he said to his, uh, to his uh, thing, do me a favor. I want you to make sure that you get me the best fish. They go in. They have one, the fisherman has one last fish. And he says, wait. I want. So now Yosef comes in. Another guy comes in. Johnny. Yosef and Johnny. Yeah. Yosef says, uh, listen, I want to buy the fish. You know, okay, fine. It's, uh, you know. Do you want to buy the whole fish? It's a hundred dollars. So, so the guy says, uh, "Johnny says, I'll, I'll give you two hundred. Yosef says three. The guy says four, five, six. They go up to a thousand dollars for the fish. Thousand dollars, maybe two thousand dollars. Who knows? Maybe three thousand. I'm serious. It could be like three, four thousand dollars for a piece of fish that costs ten bucks, fifteen bucks." <coughs> says what? He says, "Johnny says you're crazy. I don't know what you're thinking. You're crazy. You're paying that much for a fish? All right, I'll see you. Eat the fish. Go take the fish." Why did, why did Yosef do that? Paying so much for a piece of fish? Because he knew the value of it, what to eat on Shabbat. He knew the value of what it is to eat something good on Shabbat. Just to, just to eat it. I'm not telling you not to fast. Uh, now the guys say, just keep on eating. And the guy's sitting on his table, his belt's half open, he's just eating. Ah, mama. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really to enjoy it. Taste. I had a rabbi who was telling me he tastes every dish. Small. Tell us about give me a little bit of every dish. Small, a little bit, a little bit. Why? It's the Ketusha. It's on the Shabbat table. It's Kadosh. There was another rabbi that I know. The whole week he would eat Shabbat food. How? Whatever he would make. Let's say his wife would make 10 dishes. So, Sunday. Sunday night, he had leftovers one dish. Monday, leftovers one dish. Tuesday, leftovers one dish. Wednesday, until what? Until Shabbat. Shabbat getting... This is a true story, by the way. Because it's so Kadosh, he didn't want to mess around. This is the Ketusha. And everybody knows the story at the end what happened. Anybody knows the story? What was the story at the end? The story was that he opened up the fish and he found some diamond that, that because of him became, he became so wealthy that his whole life he had money from him and his whole generations. From what? Eating fish on Shabbat. <laughs> Imagine. Now the Shabbat you can have the fish make sure. Uh, exactly. huh? The diamond is going to be inside. Diamond is not a Shabbat. You get the diamond. But you got to buy a whole fish and see. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I had a friend. I had a friend. He was he a was young boy. And let me tell you what his father said at his Sheh Barachot. What happened? Every week, he would go as a little boy, and he would buy, you know, desserts and, and things for the, for the Shabbat table. Some flowers for his mother. He was a cute little boy. And he would buy all these desserts and all these candies. And his father said, what are you doing? Daddy Shabbat, I have to, I have to learn from Yosef Mokir Shabbat. He went all out. He ends up marrying a girl that her father owned one of the biggest chain candy stores around the world. True story. So he woke up in the Sheba, his father said, you know why he has all this candy and desserts? 
Because his whole life, every Friday, as a little boy, he was buying candy and desserts. Hashem says, you're going to marry a girl that's going to have all the candy in the world. Here you go. Yeah. 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 You know what it says? It says, the day is so kadosh. It says, you know what that means? Do not start a fire from all the dwellings. Moshav is like, you know what a Moshav is, like a dwelling. Don't make any fire from all the dwellings. Now, what is that? What do you mean by that? So, first of all, you have to know there's like few explanations. Why did the Torah pick that? Out of all the Malachot. We learn the Malachot because there's a Hekesh from Parashat Vayakel to the Mishkan. That's where we learn the Malachot from. Or oh, whatever is in the Mishkan Asur, so Shabbat is Asur. That's the Malachot. But why did the Torah specifically say this and point out this? Why Bedavka this about fire? Don't kindle a fire out of all the, all the, all the items. Why this? I'm going to tell you the answer. I'm going to tell you the answer. The answer is very simple. The answer is few answers. It's the, 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 what's it called? The Ramban brings an answer. Chalmadiyah Yosef also says, I said, so there's a lot of answers. I'll tell you a few of them. Ramban says, first of all, on Yom Tov, what do we do? We light a flame. You're allowed to light a flame for an existing candle. If you have an existing flame, so Yom Tov, you're allowed to light from an existing flame to light the candle. Of course, you can't extinguish, right? You have to put it in, let it extinguish by yourself. Let's say you want to light, you light, and you want to extinguish it, you put it in, let's say, a glass bowl, and it extinguishes it by itself. But you can't go, blow it out, or this, that, that you can't, you can't make a bit, you know, we don't make a bit. But, this, so therefore, a person might say, on Yom Tov, I'm allowed to light from an existing flame. So, so on Shabbat I could. That's why the Torah says, no, you're not allowed. Lo tevaru esh bechomosh v'techem minana light a fire on Shabbat. That's one answer. That's why it specifically said, don't light on Shabbat. Another answer. Chavadiyah Yosef says this answer. He says like this. He says that in every single, you think about it, in every single generation, there's different forms of fire. Is electricity considered fire? Is electricity, by me opening up the light, mm-hmm. is it considered fire? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's considered fire. I, but Rabbi, what do you mean when I open up fire? The Torah says, Literish. that's exactly why the Torah said, you're not allowed to light a fire, no matter what, in any situation, in any situation, no matter what form the fire is in, you're not allowed to open up a fire. Got it? And he says, a joke. The guy says, nah, What's wrong with electric rabbi? He opens up the electric, he opens up the electric. He goes to Shemayim after 120. So what did he tell him? You said the electric wasn't fire, right? He says, yeah, what's the electric fire? No problem, no problem. Please sit down in the chair. Sit down in the chair. And we're going to put the electric on the chair. You ever hear of the electric chair? See if it's fire, not fire. And he goes, it's fire, it's fire. So therefore, it's fire, it's fire. Lord of the Lord, any kind of fire. Now let me tell you what the Zohar HaKadosh says. You ready for the Zohar? 
That's what I'm telling you. The Zohar says, you know, you know what it means? Don't kindle a fire no matter what dwelling you're in. Dwelling, people live all over the world. But not only this world, also the next world. What's in the next world? There's Gan there's Gehinam. He says, the fire of Gehinam is closed on Shabbat. It says, Lo tevaru esh. Do not open up a fire. Bekol moshvotechem. In any dwelling you're in, even if the person sitting Geinam, the fire of Geinam is shut on Shabbat. That's how Kadush Shabbat is. That's how holy the day, holy, holy day of Shabbat. It's so holy, it's so Kadush, that even then, we say, even the Geinam is closed. Guess what? The Shulchan Aruch brings it down. What do we say after the Amidah on Saturday night? What's well, Shabbat? We don't just finish the Amidah. We say finish the Amidah, and then what do we say? Why do we say all that? Why do we say all that? Why after prayers? Do the Ashkenazim say as well the Vinam and Yosheh Besedet after what's Everybody says it. Yeah. Everybody says it. Why are they saying that Saturday night? You know what Shohanu answers? Shohanu says because we want to extend it a little bit more so that Eshaim and Gehinam don't go right back quickly. So extend it a little bit. So you extend it. So think, think about it. They don't want to go back. Now all of a sudden you finish Shabbat. Oh! They're going to scream at you. Why are you finish Shabbat? Why are you doing that? You know there's a story about the Avet Haim. Avet Sayyim was one time sitting down in the shul. And in the shul, a person was saying, he was looking at his watch. Oh, Shabbat is almost over. Shabbat is almost over. To finish Shabbat, quick, 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 quick. Avet Sayyim got up and says, wait, 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 wait. You know what you're doing? Maybe you have a great-grandfather, maybe oh, a grandfather, like, well, who knows? You wanted a shame to go right back in the gate right away. Whoa. Relax. Take your time. You don't have to rush out of Shabbat. You don't have to rush out of Shabbat. Right away, you finish Shabbat. That's it. You want to go. You want to go. No, no, no. Whoa. Kadosh. Shabbat. Yadamosit mechola la Kodesh. There's a mitzvah to end from the weekday to the Kodesh. How do you know the famous story that Buzz? Oh my goodness. Shmai Yisrael Hashem. I can't remember how to the story. This story is a fantastic story. You ever hear the Ritmaz? Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listen to what I'm telling you right now. There was a decree by Ritmaz that he passed away. He was in Shamayim and he was going to die. Shamayim, they were going to take his neshama. So he said, wait, wait, wait. Please, I have schuyot. What do you have? Oh, I'm a rabbi here. Don't worry, we'll, 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 replace, we'll replace it with a different rabbi. Rabbi, no problem. Give me that. No, 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 wait, wait. I'm writing a perush on the Yerushalmi. So I'm writing a perush on the Yerushalmi. I'm writing a commentary. I'm writing a perush on the Yerushalmi. He says, no, no, don't worry, don't worry, no problem, no problem. We'll get somebody else. If somebody else qualified, they can write a perush on the Yerushalmi. I think, oh my goodness. And the, and the thing is, Neshama, that's it. The thing is, Neshama, finished. All of a sudden, he says, okay, I think I have an idea. I will keep from now to the rest of my life, 
I would start keeping Shabbat from Hatzot. From midday and on, I'll keep Shabbat. You know what Shemayim said? Send him back to this world. And he, and he lived. The Ritbaz, I'm telling you. And he lived. What's the chut? The chut that he accepted Shabbat at about 12 to Abichatzot midday for the rest of his life. Okay, that's the case. Imagine you come in, you sit down, this, that. You know, I want to tell you a story. My friend's father just passed away. His name's Avi Franco. Right? He passed away. He passed away this week. Last week, Thursday, to be exact. And at the at the at the eulogy, listen to what Rabbi Massel, David Maslin said about it. At the eulogy, he said as follows. He said that he would come in. He'd have he'd have his he's the rabbi of the shul, and he'd have notes. So he'd have to he 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 would come Shabbat morning to the shul. Friday night he wasn't there. He lived very very far. But Shabbat morning he would come Friday night and drop his notes, his shurim notes in the shul every Friday before Shabbat. And he said, "I would be there an hour and a half, an hour and a half before Shabbat." And I would see this person, Avi Franco, Shalom, sitting there, learning, doing his thing. He said, what are you doing? He said, what do you mean? I'm waiting for Shabbat. I'm waiting for Shabbat. What do you mean? And I want to tell you something very important. It's brought down anybody who is buried. Anybody who is buried after Hatzot, Friday, he bypasses something called Hibut HaKever. I don't want to go into that. But Hibut HaKever is a serious thing. It's a serious thing in the grave, whatever, I'm not going through that. But I'm telling you right now that he bypassed... When did this person, Avi Franco, die? He died on whatever, he died Thursday. And he was buried in Israel a few hours before Shabbat. And he said, you know Why? Because, because he was giving Shabbat earlier, his life, during his life, Hashem says, you're going to keep it early like this, I'll make sure that when you pass it on after 120, you'll be buried before Shabbat, so you come into Gan Eden Shabbat. You understand what's going on there? You understand what in this deal is saying what's going on there? Come early. You know, you always see those certain people. They'll always be the last. You always see that guy. I don't. And let me change. Let me change. Same guy. I made it by one minute. I made it by 30 seconds. I made it by, by, by five minutes. You got to change that attitude. And you got to say to yourself, that's it. I'm accepting upon myself that I'm keeping Shabbat earlier. I have to do it. I got to do it. Because you, you make a merit. Kabbalah Shabbat. You have to mosif mechol ala kodesh. You have to mosif from the weekday to, to make it the weekday kadosh so that the Shabbat goes in. And therefore, Abotai, don't mezalzel. Don't take it for granted. Even the Begadim. I think I saw one time in the in the in the, in the, in the Kavahayim. Kavahayim brings down 
that the begadim that you're gonna wear on Shabbat, that's the begadim that you're gonna, you know, this is the begadim that you're gonna wear. Like, is it, we want to see even the clothes that you wear on Shabbat. What is it? Is it weekday clothes? Is it Shabbat clothes? I, I know, I know people that have different socks for Shabbat. You know that? You have different socks for Shabbat. Oh yeah, it's different socks for Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Different socks for Shabbat. Different socks. They have different socks for Shabbat socks. What is Shabbat socks he has? Everybody has Shabbat shoes. Everybody has this. But this is what it is. Nechabed the Shabbat. Respect it. You'll see. There's no boundaries of the reward that you'll get if you just enjoy it and spend on it. And guess what? It says in Mesechet Betzah. There's a midrash on that, but anyway, it says, So, in that, in the second on the side, this midrash brings down what's tishte? Everything gets paid back from tishte. Tishte is Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is tishte. The month of tishte is Rosh Hashanah. From tishte, it's decreed to the next Rosh Hashanah, which is the next tishte. Except tishte. What's tishte? Torah, the things that you spend for Torah. Shabbat is the second one. Rosh Chodesh and Yemim Tovim. That's the Tishrei. You spend on Shabbat, Hashem says, this is not on your Hezbon, it's on my Hezbon. Buy whatever you want, and it's not on your Hezbon, it's on my Hezbon. Shabbat Shalom. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.